It's the Mike Calt the show. It's 1025 the bone. Tomorrow night, our band Pitbull Toddler will be out at LBC in Palm Harbor. Please come join us. I think we go on early, like nine. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Playing inside, so whether it's hot or cold or whatever, we like playing there. It's just fun. It's always a good group of people, a bunch of hot older broads. LBC, Palm Harbor, tomorrow night. Tonight we got a dinner date. Mm-hmm. You drinking tonight? Drinking now. Are you? Oh yeah. You get smashed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's John Witherspoon. Look at you. Come on, sit right there, buddy. How are you? Good to see you again. Good seeing you guys. You look great. You're in great shape. How old of a man are you now? Seventy six. Oh man, you're older than Elton John. How old is he? Uh, Seventy one. I oh, found well, out this yeah, week. I'm, uh, I'm prettier than he is. Yeah, much better. You're like you're in much better shape. I'm prettier than he is. You got better piano player too. I don't have as much money as you got, but how much money do you have? I don't know. Like he's a good. <laughs> like you. Huh? Ne- like when's the last time you had to go to a, a nine to five job in the seventies, or have you ever? Seventy four. Yeah. What did you do? Uh, I got a job at Gucci. Oh, that's oh. a good job. It's selling shoes, and yeah. I noticed that. Rich folks' feet smell just as bad as poor folks. <laughs> <laughs> How did people treat a uh, a black gentleman working in a Gucci store? Oh, that was say, I had, I had uh, the best job in the world. I just I had had to leave because I had to work do my TV shows. I right, would go right. and do and try to be my um, get become John Witherspoon. Yeah, instead of being the shoe man. Uh, <laughs> what did your parents do? Because I was reading, you've been on the show a couple of times, and I always try yeah. to find something that we didn't talk to you about before, but. I didn't know your your whole, all your siblings are super successful. Yeah, my brother, my oldest brother worked for Motown. I was just playing, I love this he song. Writing, he used to write for Motown. And oh, I'm playing the song, What Becomes a, a Broken, Broken Heart. Oh, yeah, that's he a great that. song. And uh, my third oldest brother, Bryant, he uh, worked for IBM. He was a manager in IBM. What did your parents do? My mother was just a housewife. She had 11 kids. Oh, 11? <laughs> wow. 11. Your mother was trying to make sure her uterus didn't uh, fall out. Uh, she, did all uh, she, she would have a, come home with a baby. I said, what, who was that? <laughs> That's your brother. <laughs> I, I didn't even know you were pregnant <laughs> when well, I was a kid. She was always pregnant when you were a always kid. Always pregnant. Yeah, 11 yeah. kids, huh? 11, yeah. Was that, a, was that hard? Uh or did you like? When I you, didn't know. I didn't know anything about. Right all during that. the time, yeah, you know, I'm a kid myself. You know, when I was a poor kid, and I didn't realize I was poor till I went to college, and I was like, "Oh man, I was." Well, poor. I knew I was poor. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, you had a fight with ten other kids for things. Uh, yeah, but you get used to not having anything. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> let, let me read this. This is off of your Wikipedia page. Your brother William wrote the uh, song right. Motown. Uh, which that song was a huge hit. Yeah. Uh, you had a sibling named Cato, who was a director for PBS yeah. in yeah. Detroit for four decades. You have a sister, uh, Dr. Gertrude Stacks. Yeah, she's a preacher. A preacher yeah. in a Pentecostal church in Detroit. Yeah. And then uh, uh, you, obviously, yeah. a movie and television star and comedian. Um, and then, so what do you got, like six, six that really didn't do much? The rest of you. Guys. Uh, let me think. Who else did we miss? <laughs> uh, Are they all alive Raymond, still? My, uh, the Raymond was actually a director at Channel Fifty in Detroit. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a director, stage whole, director. Yeah, stage. The stage whole director. family was yeah, right on. Um, and uh, my my sons are are uh, one of my sons has a TV show on Facebook or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called Confetti. He's a he's on every day. I, I know what that is. Yeah, he's on every day. And my other son is a 
is a writer, music writer. My 22-year-old son, he writes music. He got a CD out now. And that's I think that's the key because your brother, uh, who wrote What Becomes of Broken yeah. Heart, he probably still gets checks from that. I don't know. He, they all died. Oh, they all did? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Cato. Not, no, not Brian. Cato, my other brother, and they died. I got about four brothers that died. Already. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, the, that's when you get the writing... Uh, yeah. publishing rights, you, that's, you just keep cashing checks. I think Barry Gordy took a lot of that stuff from oh, those Oh, really? Guys. Yeah, yeah, he took a lot of that stuff from those guys. That's why he's 89 and looked like he's about 50. <laughs> 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 he took care of himself. Uh-huh. When uh, did you realize that you were funny? When did you know? I uh, I was in Detroit, and I was working. Uh, I wasn't working. My, my I was living with my brother and his wife for about five months. Right. And I noticed they would go out every Thursday and, uh, and to a theater. They were in a theater. They ran a theater group for 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 uh, the five months I was there. I was impressed with that. So I said, "Let me. I like to act one day." Yeah. So I went and looked in the yellow pages and found acting classes. John Pinkelman Acting School. Uh huh. Twenty five dollars a lesson, private lesson. So I called up the next day and went over there. So he. I worked there for about a year. I was there, and I worked there. I was there for about a year studying, and he would put on a comedy show once a year. He said, "I want you to be in my comedy show." I said, "I don't know anything about comedy. like a stand-up comedy or like a stage, like a you can do what you want. Yeah, okay. make it funny. Yeah." So he uh, he said, "Well, I want you to be a part of it. Think of something. I put you on the show." And so I said, eh. "So what I did was, I used to do impressions when I was a kid." Uh-huh. Um, so what I did, I had one of the guys who helped me uh, in scenes. I said, I would have him, um, like he's a reporter, and I'm Lyndon Bain Johnson. Right. And I went and I got me a $10 hat, <laughs> and I would have him ask me some stupid questions. i give him stupid answers. Uh, was it good? It was so funny. Was your was your uh, LBJ good? Yeah. yeah. My fellow American. Uh-huh. I, I, used to, I remember I used, I used to do impressions. Yeah. So I did that, and that was so, it went over so well that he left the stage and took the chairs, and I... I tell him put the lights down. And I started doing an impression of Johnny Mathis. Oh, right. Acapello. Uh huh. Man, they went crazy. Uh, can you sing? I used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, they, Johnny Mathis. That's a that's a hard. That's oh, a hard but I used to have him down. Uh huh. Oh my God. That's so they funny. went crazy. Uh huh. I said, boy, this is. I can be. I can make some money doing this. And once you get that bite, once you make people laugh, you're yeah, like, but oh, I, now but I got I, it. yeah. But I, but I moved to New York. I used to be a fashion model. I read that too. You see that? Yeah, but I didn't know if you went and then just put that in there one day. No, I was a fashion, <laughs> I was a fashion model in Detroit. I made a lot of money in Detroit, but I, I said if I can do this here, I'd go to New York and make all the money. And what were you doing? Runway stuff or no, magazines? I did print work. Oh yeah, a lot of print work. But I went to New York and everybody looked better than me. All the actors, uh, all the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, dude. I said, damn, I don't look like that. <laughs> I ain't killing Detroit. That was cool, but go to New York. <laughs> New York, they got all the tall, handsome guys. I said, oh my god. So I went back home and got me a car and drove to California. Uh-huh. And that's where it started. I went straight to the comedy when store. When you hook up with Richard Pryor? At the comedy store. Yeah. About 74. I uh, I went to the comedy store 74. Missy put me on stage, open mic night. Right. And I was doing impressions and stuff. See, Not, I was doing comedy then. Right. But you she also... don't like, she want people, she loved people that did impressions. I noticed that she liked impressionists. Okay. So I went out there and did my Nat King Cole uh-huh. and Johnny Mathis. And, Ooh, Johnny, I want you to work. I want you to work during the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and who is in the comedy store at the time? Is you, Letterman? Letterman came. Uh, was Letterman Jeff funny? Altman, huh? Was Letterman funny doing stand up or was well, he? He was, a, he was a good host. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it more he had funny quality, stuff. Right. Funny stuff that he would do, and they loved him. Jeff Altman. Jeff Altman. Well, uh, Tom Dreesen. Oh, oh, really? John Dreesen came See, with I Tim always, Reed. I'm so glad you said that. 
Yeah. Because remember when Letterman had his heart surgery? Yeah. And he was out for a while? Yeah. And they had guest hosts, and yeah. Tom Dreesen was one of the guest hosts. Yeah, he was one of the guest hosts. I had never heard of Tom Dreesen until really? he guest hosted. And, which is odd because I love that old school yeah. Sinatra type. Yeah, he and, yeah I had to go do research on him and find out who he was. But I thought, what an odd choice. You had Will Farrell, who was at the top of his game yeah. at the time. Yeah. And then old ass Tom Dreesen, but that makes sense now. I didn't well, know they, old they came friend. up together. Yeah. Old friends. Okay, uh, so, and what about. Uh, is, is Jimmy Walker there at the time? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Walker was there. Right. Uh, Tim Thomerson. You probably don't know no, him. I don't He's, know him. He, he, was, he did, oh, my God, he must have done 150 cowboy stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. He would. He was an actor and, and did impressions also. Right, did impressions. right. And, um, uh, and, w- and what about uh, uh, Freddie Prinze? Is he, he came a little later. Time? Later? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a tragedy that was. He right? Was nice fella, too. I don't know anything about Freddie Prinze other than Chico and the Man. I never got yeah. to see a stand up or anything like that. But he man, was funny. Chico and the Man was the was, was a Hispanic um, right. uh, Sanford and Son. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, just. Right. Uh, yeah. I, by the way, and, uh, Sanford and Son is still stands up as one of the best shows ever on television. Oh, oh you mean Fred Sanford? Fred Sanford. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like I, I, I that watched was a funny show. A marathon of it the other day, and I thought, oh, oh my god, I don't funny. remember. It was so funny. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, so he guys, was. He was funny. Plus, he, he was a talented man. And if you like, if you only know Red Fox from yeah. Sanford and Son. You need to Google or Spotify some of his old stand-up comedy because oh, he God. was hilarious. I know Way he ahead was. of his time. I remember I used I was working at um I was working at Ballet. I used to open for Tom Jones. Right. So after my show, I would go over to uh look at Red Fox at the uh, Sahara. Uh-huh. So and all the old ladies from Omaha come to see Fred Sanford. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Red Fox would come out there. <laughs> oh, God. That uh, was the funniest thing. Yeah, he you was see dirty. Them out there, they were getting out there fast. Let's get yeah. out of here, Harry. Harriet. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Excuse me. Unbelievable. This is John Witherspoon who is here. John Witherspoon is going to be at the Improv uh, tonight, 8 and 10.30, and Saturday, 7.30 and 10, doing his comedy. Very funny. I was in uh, over Thanksgiving break watching the um, what's the Eddie Murphy movie with Robin Givens. Uh, uh, Boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I laughed as hard at you with the coordinate as yeah. much as I did the first time I saw that movie when it came out. Oh, yeah. But even that, and all, and I bet all the people always give you the whole Friday, don't go in there, you know. Oh, they know but every line. To me, though, the thing, the stuff that you do that makes me laugh is the a really mundane movie with one of the best parts is you. And I still say this to my kids all the time. Oh, you want the crazy? I'll give you the crazy. Oh, yeah, oh well, from uh, Little Nicky. Uh, Sanford. What's the uh, name? Uh, Sandler. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah. That that <laughs> oh, that whole your whole exchange with him. Oh, you want the crazy? I'll give you the crazy. Is one of the funniest goddamn things to me. Oh, ever. you gonna go crazy on me? Yeah. Huh? You, you want to see some crazy eyes? Look at these eyes. <laughs> well, my, I have a five year old daughter, and sometimes she's the sweetest kid, but sometimes I pick her up from school and she's just in a bad mood. And I and I go, Oh, you're gonna go crazy? You're gonna go crazy? Go, I'll give you crazy, and I get. Right back to it. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. They wanted some crazy ads, so they had all of us people come, comics come in there and do. There I am right there. It's awesome. Oh, man. They said he laughed so hard when he saw that. Yeah. yeah he said, yeah. I, You got to get this guy here. That's great. That's, that was the best job I had. I worked 12 days in an apartment. And I had a hotel in uh, uh, the Park of Meridian. In, oh, yeah, New York. Uh, New yeah. York. I worked the first first day I got there, and I worked the last day I got there. And that was it? 12 days, and you only had two days of work? Per diem every day, food, 
I am amazed by <laughs> Galvin and I were uh, we we had a buddy who had a TV show and we were an extra on the show and I am still to this day of all the things that were there many celebrities right. there, we saw Clint Eastwood there yeah the only thing that made us happy was I couldn't believe the food <laughs> yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. Right. I, I, on a movie studio yeah show. yeah some of them are, some of them are so elaborate yeah. It's I great. was in Godfather. I was one of the chauffeurs, but I didn't get in the movie. Oh, really? And they had the. That's what I. But I didn't care. Yeah. I had the best food. I had the. I mean, I had some of the best food. You can go over there and they cook you anything you yeah. want. Oh, yeah, that guy's uh, just waiting for orders. He's <laughs> yeah, bored. Right. What was? Uh, how long were you on the set for that for Godfather? I, I think I worked there. We worked there two or three days. Was that in Guggenheim's house? Oh, okay. In, Long Island. Long or something? Island. Well, I was on Staten Island, where they had where where was Vito Corleone's the exterior of his house uh-huh. was there. Yeah. So, so because I grew up there, and I remember when I was I don't remember my dad told me we were a kid we used yeah. to drive by while they were filming all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the opposite end of it, Easy Money, which is a Rodney Dangerfield movie, right, was filmed at my church mm-hmm. in Staten Island. And they didn't live at the Park Meridian. They they rented Denise Iglio's house. She lived behind the church. That didn't, <laughs> oh, they didn't quite have the budget that man. Adam Sandler had before. No, they don't have the budget. Yeah. <laughs> they, had, they had about a they had about a eighty five million dollar budget. Oh on my that. god! They and they lost about thirty five forty million on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what though, I he still I don't know I don't know the, the allure yeah. of Adam Sandler these days. He stopped making good movies after a certain time, and yet he still. He's making tons of money for them. He makes a lot of money on his movies. Yes, he does. Uh, John Witherspoon is here with us. Tell me about, I did not know, you told us one time you you went out to visit uh, Letterman in Montana and there was a moose on the road. Oh, man, it it was a bear. Oh, a bear. Bear. bear, Yeah. We in this little Jeep, convertible and everything, going around his property. He got about 5,000, 100,000 acres. Right, right. And and, uh, all of a sudden I said, Dave... There's a bear in front of us. Look at that. He said, ooh, that's, isn't that exciting? I said, hell no. <laughs> that time I saw a bear that closely, he was, had a dress on and a pea dress in a circus. <laughs> a little umbrella. <coughs> what now? How is your relationship with him now? Is he bored? Oh, Do you we talk still to talk. Him? I don't know. Yeah. I, I text him. We text. Te- he's, I, a, he's a texter. The two yeah, of you yeah. are texters. I went, we went to dinner. Tom Dreesen, who else was that? Tim Thomerson and I and Letterman and uh, his secretaries and somebody from the show from Netflix or something. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, 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 He was out in L.A. And so we went to dinner and uh, Tom Dreesen do all the talking. Oh, I bet. He'd tell all the Frank Sinatra stories. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I, I watched Letterman's Netflix show. I'd love, to, I'd love to get my hands on him. I'd love to break him down and do an interview with him because he's got... I need somebody to interview him, yeah, so we can hear him talk legit for a little while. Yeah, like he's done some good Howard Stern interviews. Oh yeah, but I really, I really want to. I want to. I love when he reveals some of the real letter because yeah. he's always been such a quiet guy to the public. Oh, he's always been quiet. Like, yeah, but like at the dinner, he would say something every fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. You think he's miserable when he's there? Or you think he's uh, enjoying? No, I think he get got comfortable with just being quiet. He's the godfather of your of two no, of your kids? No, actually, you know, when my kid was born, Dave gave him a bond for his education. Right. And that bond matured. I said, well, my God, we sent him to school, uh-huh. gave someone put money in his pocket. I said, where the hell did you get that what bond? What did it start from? out as? Huh? What was the, what was the bond when it, it started? $10,000. That's good. That's what it should be. That's Letterman money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back, in the, back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, now? I got, I got married um, uh, 30 years ago, and 
31 years ago, and I didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. So I, I called Dave and said, man, I, I made a mistake and asked Angela to marry me. I need about $4,000. Uh-huh. He said, Spoon, okay, I'll get it to you. That money was under my door, I bet you, in about an hour. Really? He had somebody to drop what, it. When is this? What year is this? Oh, I don't know. My wife knows all that. <laughs> no, I mean, like in the 30, 80s? What 30, are we now? 80s, 80s, okay. 80, 80, yeah. So Letterman's killing, and he's making good yeah. money. Yeah. Oh, he was making yeah. grand theft. He had, you know, he got about 15 homes across this country. Really? He got so many homes. I went to St. Bart's. He said, Spoon, go to look at my house in St. Bart's. I, I, I ain't got nothing to do. I, I flew down there. Yeah. And my God, it's a huge. You have a big house, and you got these bungalows you go sleep in. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and he's there. Or he just no, no. He just told me to go. I was there by myself. Oh, Scared, nice. Dark and getting sounds <laughs> at night. What the hell I'm doing out here? <laughs> but it's beautiful in St. Bart's. Oh yeah, that's where all the rich yeah. people go. Yeah, all the rich people. He he's got 16 acres in St. Bart's. Oh man, wow. St. Bart's ain't 17. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I forgot about how. Um, with Letterman, where they had that plot, they were going to try and kidnap his kid. Remember that? Get the money. Yeah, somebody Does he have security with... around him all the time? No, you don't. No, no, he's not that type. Man, I'd have machine gun guys with me all the time. Yeah, but he, you know, that was like an isolated. Yeah, yeah, yeah event. still. And, but and remember, he had still... that crazy lady that used to show up at his house. Yeah, too. she killed herself. Yeah, he's he's to tell me that uh, I went to that house one time. I never saw her. Right. But he would leave his... I said, Dave, why don't you lock your doors, man? I'm here. I'm scared. I'm here to lock my door when <laughs> yeah. I come come home. How's he not He would lock his door. door. We go, I go over his house and play tennis. He had a tennis court in the back. Right. So if I was at Caroline's or something, or uh, going to do his show... And what um, is this, in Connecticut, or is this in... It uh, was Connecticut. Okay. He's gone from there. Yeah. Um, New Canaan. Okay. New Canaan. Beautiful place. Big, huge I place. bet, yeah. And she would... He, he'd come home. She in the kitchen... And she didn't change the furniture around. Yeah, <laughs> oh my goodness. And they and he's and they said he would come in like well, she broke in one time. What was her name? Do you remember? Her yeah, name? I don't know her name. She, I, I'll remember. Yeah, she would yeah. break in. Yeah, and uh, was in his house one day, and he woke and he woke up and said, "You know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to go. The cops are already coming." Yeah. I thought I would just. I would go crazy. I would go nutso. I'd be hitting her with a bat. Yeah, I'd right. shoot her in Florida. Margaret, he, Mary, Red. Mar- yeah, Margaret. Yeah. yeah, he was so. Relax with this woman. Mm-hmm. I said, "I'm like you. I'd have, I'd have got me a chair and threw at her. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> Put the dog on her. <laughs> I, uh, I wish you. Uh, I always felt like, like I wish I had an older black friend that uh-huh. would be my buddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Only like, um, like I, I want a guy to be like, uh, why are you always going to them strip clubs? You know, just straighten right. me out a little bit. Oh, you'd, yeah. be, you'd be great at that." Yeah. Although I have a feeling I would corrupt you. <laughs> hey, Spoon, let's go to the strip club. <laughs> you know, Letterman and I used to play basketball. We played one-on-one whole court. Uh, whole, whole court? court. Wow. Whole court. Wow. In he Malibu. Good? In Malibu. Uh-huh. He's, he, you know, he's a jogger. Yeah. So he mm-hmm. got the best belongs. You know, I'm, I'm, I drink beer right after the game. Right, you know, right, that's right. what I grew up and all that stuff. He's clean cut. Never, never see him drink anything. No. Uh, but he, so he can run up and down the court. Yeah. I'd be, oh, oh yeah. Oh, That's a long hey, way to go. Just one on one. You got to keep going. Can't stop, Spoon. <laughs> you go ahead and run. I'll meet you on the way back. <laughs> and then he played drums? Drum. He got drum set. Drum yep. set. Yep. Yep. We sent him a drum set one time. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah. we're big fans. 
And uh, when he and we always know that we had musician friends that have been on the show, and he always tries to buy their drum sets. From oh, really? Them. Yeah, because so he would always ask me, "Are those yours? Are we yeah. those? Whatever." And then a lot of people would, you know, sell him his drums. And we, uh, so uh, D Drum is like a premier drum maker, and uh-huh. they sponsor Galvin. We play in a band, oh, and they sponsor Galvin. So we had D Drum send Dave a thank you uh, set of drums one right. time, and he immediately gave them away. Oh, <laughs> yeah. really? He sent us a letter and said. Thank you. Dave has donated your drums to the Bronx School of Music. And we were like, what? <laughs> we thought you liked drums. You could have done that yourself. Yeah, yeah. right? We would have got the tax write-off for that. That would have been crazy. Oh, man. Oh, that's so funny. I buy, man, I'd love to see you two do some sort of... Uh, like some sort of show, some reality show where it's just following you guys around. All oh, it, I think it'd be funny to be with all of us. Yeah, Jeff Altman, I would watch. Oh, yeah, Dreesen, uh, Jeff Altman, he's always trying to make Dave laugh. Yeah. Oh my God. And Dave, but he's funny though. I heard Altman, one, one Altman of the best funny. Altman stories I heard from yeah. Letterman was that they were at the Indianapolis 500, yeah. and people wanted to get a picture with Dave. Right. And they asked Jeff if he would take the picture. So Jeff goes, all right, get together, get together. He backed up a little bit. And then he stood there for a few seconds and then just took off. Jeff, was he was always trying to be funny. We, yeah. I remember we were all at dinner in Santa Monica, tuxedo guys around with tuxedos. And, and uh, so... This Jeff all Jeff would act like he got a heart attack. He hit the hit the floor like you hear something. Uh-huh. Say, Bam! <laughs> and and then somebody at the table said, "There, a doctor in the house." Uh-huh. So everybody would jump up, Freak out. come down, and Jeff get up. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> he would do. Then one time he was, we were in some restaurant, and Jeff, the guy, the waiter came by. He said, uh, "Your friend, you know, the one was sitting here." He's in the bathroom with no clothes on. <laughs> he said, "He said the door is open." And he said, would you send him his hat? <laughs> See, that's great to have a bunch of guys forever that you but can just was, be ridiculous it's so, with. It's so funny that, that Jeff is that way. That way he's just, yeah. And I would laugh so hard. I mean, I've been, I, I've never seen nothing, anything like this. Mm. <laughs> hey, what do you think happened to Eddie Murphy? How come he's not funny anymore? He's funny, but yet, there's no projects, no, no meat. Roles for him. Why though? He was so. Why didn't he do? Stand-up I think he anymore? was younger. See, when he was younger, you had the roles. See, but when you get older, it's you know now you got to have you get more mature. Yeah, supposedly more mature and all that stuff. In their prime, who's funnier, Chris Rock or Eddie Murphy? Well, I think Eddie was you funnier. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Oh yeah, Eddie's. Uh, you, know, you mean acting? No, funny well, comedian wise. Well, you know, Eddie. Chris yeah, Rock's a terrible actor. But he, but I know it. I know yeah. he. That's yeah. what I thought you were talking about acting. Yeah. No, I mean um, funnier. Um, but uh, but uh, um, Eddie, as a comic, I, Eddie didn't do much stand up. Eddie had three of the best stand up specials yeah. ever in the. Yeah, 80s. but he never did. He did but it wasn't that, a long. That was like, it wasn't a yeah. long. Career, that was like though. acting. Yeah. To, for Telling him. stories and stuff. Yeah, it was acting. He <laughs> can do all that. Did Charlie write all those things? You think? Charlie Charlie was funny. Funny too. I, I worked with Charlie. We were on this TV show, Black Jesus. Yeah, and he Charlie was he had me cracking up. We would laugh so at each other so hard. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> seemed like he'd be a funny guy. That whole a thing, nice fella too. Charlie was nice. Oh yeah, yeah he was a nice fella. But Charlie got into that. Uh, Charlie and Tony Rock and all those guys get into that whole thing where. Now they don't want to talk about being related to Eddie and Tony I Rock. Doesn't want why. to. I think. I mean, I would better be a pain in the ass. You get Chris Farley's brother in here, and they'll be like, "You can talk to me about Chris Farley all day." He knows he needs. Yeah. To. But I guess those guys, after a while, they're just sick of it. They want to be their own guy. Oh know? yeah, why? Well, yeah, I guess everybody equate them with with their brother. You know, I love. 
I don't think I I don't think I dislike any of them. We've had all the Wayans kids on here. Oh yeah, they're nice. From, nice from uh, Keenan all the yeah. way down to Damon Junior. Nice been in the studio. Yeah, they're they are great. Uh, yeah. And and I liked when you did stuff with them because the yeah, two I brothers. Did. Are fun. Yeah, I uh, matter of fact, I'm working January eighth in someplace in Indiana with Marlin. Oh, with Marlin, yeah. at a casino, so I'm on the show with them. Yeah, people must love to see you with those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm. Uh, I, I worked with Marlon in Phoenix about a year ago last year, and uh, I didn't know Marlon was on the show. He just came on and did some time on the show. Yeah. It was a beautiful place that we worked, also about three, 4,000 people. Nice. and uh, But they're just good kids. Yeah. All around, clean-cut kids. Yeah, they were all good. They are all very funny. Yeah. I can't imagine what it have been like growing up in the family. Damon told us one time that when he had Damon Jr. and uh, Damon Jr. would go to fall asleep when he was a baby, <laughs> he used to take his clothes off and dress him up in girl clothes. So when he waked up, <laughs> he'd wake up, he was wearing girl clothes. Uh, that's funny. But I worked with them. I was with five years on the Wayne Brothers with, yeah. with Sean and Marlon. Yeah, they're like those two are, yeah. are uh, great together. Oh, and they and they stay together. I yeah. mean, they love each other. Oh, I love when we yeah. break them down and we have them in here individually because then yeah. we get them to talk crap about each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we bring it up to the other guy <laughs> when they're here. It's fun. Uh, John Witherspoon is a comedy legend. He's going to be at the Tampa Improv two uh, two days, just tonight, 8 and 10.30, and Saturday, 7.30 and 10. And I'm sure uh, people will be screaming out you, all your lines. <laughs> all all my lines. Yeah. Oh, my God. See that the thing I did on Boomerang was all ad lib the whole scene. I you, you kind of get that feeling, yeah. and you can kind of see in Eddie Murphy's face yeah. when he finds something funny because yeah, right. he's trying not to laugh, and you yeah. know that that's ad lib. Oh yeah, we ad lib that whole scene. That's why he was so <clears throat> he's quick, quick witted. So he come right back with something funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. That's what yeah. you hope. That's what you hope for. That's, when you're, that's when really you're working. good. Really good. Well, listen, uh, it's a pleasure to have you in here. I hope people go see you at the Improv this weekend, 864-4000 or ImprovTampa.com. Go see John Witherspoon. Thank you for getting up early and coming in. Thanks for having you me. Want, you saw bang, 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 bang. Dot com? Dot com. No, I, I, oh. don't, I don't have anything on there yet. I'm okay. supposed to, but I, I get tired of sending shirts out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that money. <laughs> <laughs> go uh, see John Witherspoon this weekend. We'll take a break. It's a Mike Calder show. It's